0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review as we are brought to you by Burn Dairy. It's all good at Burn Dairy, participating locations. Make sure you stop by and gas up your vehicle and grab those wraps and pizza all day long for lunch and dinner, and yes, indeed, the chocolate milk for the kids and also your coffee and donuts on your way in to work as well. Burn Dairy, it's all good, and a tip of the cap thank you as well The Camillo's Golf Club, Welch and Company Jewelers, Bonnet Sales and Service, and Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company. So Syracuse basketball, they have some oxygen, they've got some life. Um, listen, they have had three horrible road losses this year, and it's funny, right? You get to the end of February and into the first day or two of March, and you think of the what-could-have-beens, right? This is year one, Red Autry, transition from Jim Bayheim, trying to find the culture, the right rotation. They've had concussion problems with Pete Carey. They've had Benny Williams uh, kicked off the roster, right? They've had the McLeod injury, right? Like, this thing has not been easy. And I think think really Red Autry's done an unbelievable job this year. Um, You know, but you do think of what could have been. Those three awful road losses and the second half just clock cleaning by Florida State. You know, you look at those four games really, and if you go 500 right there, Syracuse right now is a shoe in into the NCAA tournament with that resume, right? I mean, come on. If they have two more wins, they're 20 and 10, excuse me, 20 and 8 with an 11 and 6 mark in the ACC. It's pretty good with neutral you know, win over Oregon with the win at home over Carolina with that schedule playing in Maui, right? Like, I mean, come on. Like, you know, beating LSU at home, right? And LSU's been playing, you know, a lot better lately in the SEC. Uh, I mean, they're only a game over 500, but they're certainly better than the team that Syracuse cleaned the floor with. So, you know, it's just amazing. You look back to one game here, one game there. And, and you know, in our country, it's always, well, the NFL, you know, one game, one game. It happens sometimes in the other sports too, you know, for those people who are just ultra obsessed only with the NFL. It happens in college basketball. You look back at one or two games, one or two possessions, one half, whatever the case may be, and, you know, you're a tournament team. I mean, that's literally like the tightrope that you walk. So Syracuse gets it done over Notre Dame 88 to 85, and uh, as I record this, it's, uh, you know, tomorrow night. Um, Virginia Tech is in the house against Syracuse at the Dome, and then two road games at Louisville at Clemson. Very rare, by the way. I don't remember the last time two road games to finish up a season, but that's what SU will do this year. And you know, this Notre Dame team, you know, showed some feistiness, showed some grit. Um, and the thing is, is you know, the first half, you are like, okay, I, maybe I can just turn the game off because it's it's in hand. Oops. You know, Syracuse at one point in this game. They were up by well over 20 points. I mean, well, you know, it was, they were up by 24, uh, 26 points, 28 points with 327 left to go. They were up 29 points with 215 to go. You know, so they were up by a lot. If it wasn't for the three-pointer by Roper second, they would have been up by, you know, by... Uh, By 23 at the half. But they were up by, you know, as many as 29. uh, As late as 141 in the the first half. I thought the game was over. Not going to lie. And all of a sudden, a little loosey-goosey. Syracuse's defense, you know, really couldn't stop. Burton of uh, Notre Dame was a terrific guard. I mean, a terrific guard. Uh, He's out of uh, uh, Michalka, Indiana. 5'11", quick, freshman. And they just kept running the same scheme for him you know, uh, middle of the floor, uh, and, and just kept going around players and off the ball and with the ball and, and just kept scoring. And he went 10-20 to 20 and just was unstoppable. Um, and then Notre Dame just kind of slowly but surely closing the gap, closing the gap, and they shot lights out in the, in the second half. I mean, they outscored Syracuse by 17 in the second half, but then SU made enough plays, did their thing, and when SU wins, they do shoot lights out right they were 53.1% from the floor. Notre Dame was 61.5% from the floor. They made 12 three-pointers. I mean this game could have been a catastrophic loss for Syracuse. It really could have been, right? Cuz technically speaking their tournament hopes are still alive. If they win out, you know, these last three games which would include a road win at Clemson, you know, I, I don't know. I mean Syracuse at 21 and 10 with a 12 and 8 mark in the ACC Tell me they're not one of the top 68 teams in the country. They're not one of the top 20 or 40, but 68? I don't know. I watch a lot of college basketball. (laughs) You know, there's a lot of mediocrity out there. There's a lot of just above average out there. Maybe that's what Syracuse is. But to tell me that if they were to win the last three games of the year, with the teams they've played and the Carolina win at home, beating you know Oregon on a neutral floor, I don't know. I mean... You know, coming back and beating a really good Colgate team, uh, the way the talent spread out now in college basketball, you can you can say that about other schools, non-power, five or six teams, mid-majors, you can say that. So, you know, but I thought Syracuse, you know, Copeland, again, was unreal in this game in the second half. You know, he fought for points. He, he had some huge plays, huge layups to stop a lot of bleeding. Um, you know, there were just buckets at the right time for Syracuse. Um... You know, when it got down to ten, you kinda knew Notre Dame was gonna keep keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. Um, it got down to, you know, seven, and then it got down, you know, got back up to nine with Malik Brown's dunk, but then, you know, Shrewsbury and Roper, I mean, it was three and three, and they kept, you know, nailing three pointers. All of a sudden it's 86-83, and you're like, what the hell's going on here? Right? And Shrewsbury missed that one three that could have tied it. Um, you know, Bell got the defensive rebound, biggest defensive rebound of the game. He makes two free throws, then Burton makes another layup. And it's a three-point game again, and then Copeland missed the free throw, you know. But then Burton missed a three-pointer again that would have tied it at 88. Brown gets the defensive rebound, but then Cuff misses the free throw, and you know. And then by by that point, you know, Davis they couldn't you know launch the ball down and and try to tie. So uh, Syracuse has a few games left. They escape, and uh, you know they've got the the uh, home one against Virginia Tech, and then they've got uh, two roadies against Louisville and Clemson. Coming up next, inside that win, of course, was Jim Boeheim Day, and I'm going to get into my thoughts on JB and some of the stuff that he said, um, which was, I thought, or just a really good day. I, I was I was super bummed out I wasn't there. I didn't have the game uh, for ESPN, uh, but uh, really wish that I was there. Uh, Doug Sherman, my man, was, was calling the game, did a great job as always, but uh, I'm going to get into Jim Boeheim Day. That part of it next here on the ML Sports Platter. Brought to you by our good friends over at Stanley Law Offices. Together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward and a tip of the cap thank you as well to CH Insurance, Rosie's Corner, Bowers & Company CPAs, and our great, great friends at Ken's Auto Detailing. Go get your car, boat, truck, motorcycle detailed today at Ken's Auto Detailing. Route 11 in the Brewerton-Cicero area if you are in and around central New York, the official detail house of the platter is Ken's Auto Detailing. Jim Bayheim talk next. Mike Lindsley with you here. It is the ML Sports Platter brought to you by our great friends at Welch & Company Jewelers. Shop the showcase today at welchjewelers.com. That's welchjewelers.com. And a tip of the cap thank you as well to our great friends over at Bowers & Company CPAs. Brewerton Ace Hardware and the Allen Angus Pub. Stop by today for the best darn Angus burger in town. If you are in and around <clears throat> Central New York, so Jim Beheim Day. Obviously, I'm super happy that he got the nod, right? Because a lot of times, um, you know, we're in we're in predicaments where we kind of wait and this and that. But you know, credit the university; uh, they made it happen. You know, right away, it was this season. Um, you know, final home game of the year uh obviously that day probably added about five to seven thousand more fans. I can't imagine more than twenty twenty one getting in there, but they got twenty seven thousand all the players back. I mean, I'll leave a few out, obviously, but you know Roosevelt Bowie and Brandon Howard Trish and <clears throat> these are in no particular order Ryan Blackwell and Dave Bing and um you know Lawrence Moton and Billy Owens and Carmelo and uh just a lot of pl- I think Carmelo was back, and just a lot of players um. You know that we're back. It's just awesome to see, in the Q's family obviously, and a lot of guys. You know, they're already on staff, and it just goes to show you how tight knit everything is. I mean, Adrian Autry's the head coach, and G Max on the staff, and Alan Griffin's on the staff, and um, you know, there's a bunch of guys who are local here as well. So, uh, just a great day for for an unbelievable guy and and a, and a dude who deserves it. You know, you want to talk about dedication, loyalty, winning, setting a standard, excellence. Um, you know, that's what he was for 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 nearly five decades. Um, and over six, you know, at the school overall. And I loved when he got to the microphone and said, you know, when I got here, I was, you know, a a young freshman and I'm paraphrasing, but a young freshman who didn't know shit. But if you'll ask my wife, Julie, um, you know, I'm I'm not scared anymore, but if you ask my wife, Julie, I still don't know shit, something like that. That was pretty funny. But, you know, Bayheim is, is a character and, you know, I've had my interesting times with him in the past. And, um, you know, I, I think now that he's out of coaching, he kind of maybe sees me a little bit different. Um, I never had a problem with him ever, not once. Um, I never said a couple of things that, you know, he had accused me of on, on radio. I never said that I wanted him gone. I never said that they should get rid of the two, three zone. Um, I tried to ask good questions in the press conference, but never seemed to get an answer that I wanted. Um, and yeah, I stopped asking him and then, you know, he wanted me to call him and we talked and then, you know, but I didn't ask any more questions after that. Um, but I thought I asked good ones. You know, I, I thought I asked... Uh, ones that were insightful. Uh, Certainly I wasn't an intern. Uh, You know, I I was kind of a, uh, I had grown up a little bit in the media. I've grown up as a media person, a lot of which was in Syracuse covering these teams. Um, But, you know, asking a question like, you know, St. Bonaventure in, in Syracuse had some big time battles and you play, you know, a lot of teams in New York State. Does Bonaventure rise above the other teams because of the history you guys have? I don't think that's a bad question. <clears throat> um, and I certainly wasn't alluding to any kind of a week schedule you know I'm not Doug Gottlieb um, you know or in a specific year with the Big East you know asking hey there's seven teams ranked or eight teams ranked you've seen a lot of basketball in your day where's this Big East rank with the other ones and not getting any kind of an answer and getting poo-pooed I, I don't think those things are on me uh, but I think through the years hopefully there's a little bit of a respect for me as a media guy just because of I don't know how hard I worked and, and I think I have a pretty solid knowledge of Uh, sports overall, but really, you know, this Syracuse team, um, you know, being in water cooler discussions with buddies of mine and being able to kind of pull things out and and talk about the history of the team. So uh, I hope there's a little respect there. Certainly there's tons of respect for me going the other way. Um, But it was a day that was certainly well-deserved. I mean, you talk about someone who, you know, went to five Final Fours and, you know, there's a lot of people who think when you coach 47 years that you should win one more. But, um, you know, I mean, you know, you can look at Aaron Rodgers, and he has won Super Bowl. And, um, you know, there are a lot of times, you know, you're lucky to get one. Uh, Bayheim has alluded to that fact. Um, you think about A.O. going down and the fad Mello academic stuff. You think about Keith Smart. You think about a, a roll here, a roll there. Um, bad break here, bad break there. Um, one or two balls roll his way, and he has, you know, two or three. You know, I can tell you that there are elite head coaches and elite Athletes of all time, Clyde Drexler, Charles Barkley, John Stockton, Carl Malone, Patrick Ewing, you know, they don't have NBA titles. Dan Fouts, Fran Tarkenton, Dan Marino, Jim Kelly don't have a Super Bowl. Uh, Eddie Sutton, John Chaney, they don't have a title in the NCAA, right? Ted Williams, Ernie Banks, you know, they're they're arguably the greatest at their positions in the history of the game in baseball. No World Series win. So these things happen, um, but, but certainly a day to honor Jim, I know they went and had a little banquet type of thing afterward. And, uh, he spoke and, um, you know, there was a, uh, Mike Tirico and, and just a lot of people were in town. It was a really cool thing. That's why I was bummed that I wasn't there. Uh, but, uh, certainly watched from TV and, and, and saw the festivities and watched all the clips on YouTube and all the rest and uh, a day that Jim Beheim certainly deserves. And, um, you know, I think he's doing a great job in the media world right now and, uh, I'm actually going to probably message him maybe later in the week and see if he'd like to come on the show because I think it'd be cool to get him on to uh, to talk about the the upcoming March and all the madness and, and certainly the the Jim Bayheim day that was. So, um, you know, he, he praised the fans and um, talked about basketball uh, uh, royalty and getting Carmelo Anthony and the story with Troy Weaver and how he said, hey, you got to come down and see this kid because he can win a ne- us a national championship. And boy, was he right. And just all the great things that have happened the decades of Syracuse basketball, the phenomenon that it's become, but it became that phenomenon because of Jim Beheim. You know, Jim Beheim taking over is really what set everything in motion. You know, him taking over set the program in motion for him to get Louie and Bowie. It set the program in motion to get Pearl uh, to become the national brand that it was. You know, the Big East and the Dome and the battles in Georgetown and Connecticut and Villanova and Saint John's and Seton Hall, you know, and and, and huge personality coaches and, 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 and these huge venues and regional basketball and ESPN and the garden and the tournament. All of those things roping into into one. Syracuse was as big a part of that as, as anything, obviously, because the Biggies launched with Syracuse. You know, it launched with the dome, it launched with Pearl, it launched with J B, it launched with you know, Georgetown and, and, and John Thompson and Villanova and Raleigh Massimino and Second and St. John's, and you can go on and on, and obviously UConn, which ended up being the greatest Big East team of them all, right, when you think about the titles that they've won. Um, but Beheim helping to set in motion the Syracuse program and the phenomenon that we know, and it's funny because he always admits, like, oh, I didn't want the Dome, I didn't want, you know, and then he's like, well, I was wrong. So uh, there are times when he can't admit being wrong, and, and he's done it many times, but... Um, you know, just just a just a sustained success, um, a bar that was set, the expectations that were set, uh, the amazing, amazing, amazing career, um, and and the crazy, crazy games in the Big East with those teams I mentioned at Manly at the Dome. Um, you know, pre Big East into the '80s and '90s. Uh, the games in the tournament, you know, the surprise runs, 12-13, 15-16, 17-18, those kind of seasons, uh, remarkable, right? The 2-3 zone, the players that have come through from Bing to Pearl, uh, I know Bing played with Beheim, but, um, you know, Pearl, Carmelo, Billy Owens, Coleman, Moten, um, just the unbelievable teams. I mean, you think about Sherman, Billy Owens, and Derek Coleman on the same team playing together, just ridiculousness, the up and down, the alley-oops, the the crowds, the blue curtain, just unbelievable, man, unbelievable, you know, and to grow up with all that stuff as as a little kid, unbelievable stuff, man, and to have some of those players come down to, you know, my basketball camps at Central Square for a while, you know, I started the interview with Red Autry, you know, with that picture of him and I in 91, um, you know, I showed it to him before at the TBT, I showed it to Jerry and Alan Griffin, and uh, they got a kick out of it, but, um, you know, it, it's Syracuse basketball is a special thing, man. It's a huge brand. It's a special deal. It's it's a phenomenon. And Jim Beheim really uh, got it started. And uh, again, loyalty, lasting success, an expectation that's set, dedication, uh, community, work. Uh, it's all in there, man. So congratulations to Jim Beheim. Mike Lindsay with you here. It's an ML Sports Platter edition brought to you by Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare. Bring your doggy. For a day of play at Barks and Rec Route 11 in Cicero, the official doggy daycare of the ML Sports Platter. And hey, if you're going away for a day or two, They can house your dog as well in the lodging. You can get baths and all the rest, and they've got a huge play area out back as well. At Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, the official doggy daycare of the ML Sports Platter. And a tip of the cap thank you as well to our friends at Elevate Fitness of Syracuse, Liverpool Physical Therapy, Burn Dairy, Bonnet Sales and Service, and Rosie's Corner. Stop by for Meatloaf Monday today if you're in and around Central New York. Route 11 in front of the Burton Bridge. Rosie's Corner coming up Turkey Slop Tuesday. Wednesday, chicken and biscuits. Thursday and Friday, your mac and cheese and fish. All week long, pizza, pasta, wings, hot and cold subs, and more. Try the Gold Fever wings, the Meatball Bomber, and more. At Rosie's Corner, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Businesses are targeted by cyber criminals every day. Data breaches happen even in the most protected environments. Cyber insurance from CH protects your company from data loss litigation and other penalties. CH insurance helps businesses comply with electronic data regulation in losses you may suffer in cyber attacks. Trust the CH team to protect your business from hackers. CH insurance in your corner every day every way. Bet Online continues to be your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year. With up-to-the-minute odds, stats, and trends, you can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting, contests, and all the best player props Today. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or your mobile devices. Head on over to Bet Online today to become part of the team and remember to use promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B L E A V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. The game starts here. Hey, friends of the ML Sports Platter, you know what? There is no such thing as downtime here on the show. Even during the various off-seasons, I'm thinking about free agent signings, coaching changes, draft picks, and more. St. Bonaventure University kickstarted my journalism career. They have a long-standing reputation for training award-winning journalists like Woj from ESPN and Mike Vaccaro. At the New York Post. Back when we all got our degrees, we attended SBU's campus in upstate New York. These days, you can earn your Master of Arts in Sports Journalism from the comfort of your home. Visit SBUJournalism.com That's SBUJournalism.com to learn how students follow high professional standards while telling nuanced stories about the sports we love. Schedule some time with one of their super helpful enrollment advisors to guide you through their course content, program outcomes, and where the program could lead you. You'll not only learn from experienced faculty but also accomplished alums who shape the program. You don't need any writing or broadcasting experience to apply and there's no application fee or GRE gmat requirement the program is entirely online and can be completed in less than two years how about that what are you waiting for head on over to sbujournalism.com today to learn more that's sbujournalism.com